Hello, and welcome to the Date Night Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Russell, and with me is my co-host, Ashley Russell. Hey! This is a show where each week, Ashley and I, we talk about a new movie that's playing in theaters, and then we break it down whether we thought it was good or bad, and whether or not it would make for a good date movie. On this episode, we're talking about Charlie's Angels. This is the new reboot from writer-director Elizabeth Banks, starring Kristen Stewart, Naomi Scott, and Ella Balinska. L.L. Balinska? <laughs> Is that that new girl? Like, like who? Yeah, she's okay. yeah, she's the the other angel who's not Jasmine. Uh, the IMDb plot summary reads: When a young systems engineer blows the whistle on a dangerous technology, Charlie's angels are called into action, putting their lives on the line to protect us all. This movie is at sixty percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, although it opened this past weekend to about $8 million off of a $50 million budget. Yeah, that's 60% fresh. Ain't true. Why? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of surprising, yeah. isn't it? I mean, that's just barely fresh, but that's technically fresh. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, the the numbers, $8 million is horrendous. That's, like, it is a complete flop. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a movie with like known IP, big budget, fifty million bomb this hard. I, I can't remember the last time that's happened. Like a you know, like a known brand bombing this hard, but nobody asked for this. I mean, that's and they miscast the crap out of it. Well, I mean the original, and when I say the original, I'm talking about like the 2000 movie with yeah, Drew with Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and Lucy Liu. Uh, yeah. I, I don't think either of us have really seen the TV show. No, with Farrah Fawcett and all them. But, uh, yeah, the 2000 version, I mean, it had those three actresses. I mean, and then this one has Kristen Stewart <laughs> and two nobodies. So, I mean, it's... Well, one is just recently off Aladdin. Sure. Because she's If Jasmine. you saw that, then I guess you know who she is. But, I yeah. mean, it's Ella Belinska. This is literally her first movie role. <laughs> I mean, that's that's a tall order for any actress. Yeah. So this is definitely lacking in some star power. But, um, but yeah, $8 million, that's... Um, yeah, that's not good. That, that's a flop. Well, see, you know, I'm torn because <clears throat> Kristen Stewart actually did a good... Uh, like, I thought she did a decent job in this movie. The she positive, looked pretty. Positive reviews. And, you know, it was all her. They single her out. All the good reviews, they single her out. She's not a movie star. She doesn't pull in people. And they really marketed this movie and targeted this movie around Kristen Stewart and... She's the only name. Who else? Like, what other of the actors? I mean, you got Patrick Stewart and then Elizabeth Banks. I mean, like, those are your big movie stars. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's a pretty weak lineup. And, um, yeah, I, I mean, in <laughs> this, this is a good cast for like a TV reboot. Yeah. I would say, like, I mean, it started as a TV show, rebooted it as a TV show. This cast. This would have worked at, on a you know a Hulu Plus or whatever the fuck. Okay, it could have been Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. that. Yeah, ne- Netflix, whoever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, new era of uh, of angels. But no, like I I feel like there was barely any chemistry between the angels. It they did a lot of things apart, and then well, yeah, the story came together like in the big stuff. The story is basically like the one girl, um, Elena, who's played by Naomi Scott. Yeah. Uh, she's sort of, uh, over the course of the film, she's kind of recruited into the angels. So she doesn't even really know them off the bat. So there is, yeah, there really isn't any chemistry. Mm-mm. And in the original, 
you definitely had some chemistry between the three leads. They're having a lot of fun well, on screen. And and here's my issue, my main issue with the story is in the original series and the original movie, there was only three. True. There was one agency. And it was only three. Three special girls. And they, you know, I mean, but... It was ridiculous. Yeah, but, but now it's an agency full of women... Who are all Charlie's Angels, which... The opening credits... Is weird. Do you remember the opening credits? It's just footage of random women, like, playing sports. Yeah. Like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> just showing, like, random women, like, look at us. We're, we can play sports. We can we can go out in the well, field. I think, I think that's all about, you know, women excelling at life and excelling it's... at, you know, things. And, and maybe they were insinuating that they were all Charlie's Angels. Possibly, in hindsight, that's possible. It's just, yeah, this movie's message of girl power. Um, Which it, I can appreciate. I enjoyed some I can of the too. scenes. Honestly, that... I can too. I can appreciate some girl power. But it doesn't have to be so obvious. No, but what the, the epitome for me for girl power would be the Charlize Theron movie. Atomic Blonde. Yes. Sure. Like, she is... This movie's plot. Whoa. This movie's plot is as convoluted as atomic blonde <laughs> it's as convoluted as like a mission impossible movie it just it, this movie i would say it doesn't really have those movies style this movie doesn't have any style and that that goes to elizabeth banks what dude i i i, I put the the villain up when five minutes in the <laughs> first scene let's okay yeah but that's spoilers let's let's rewind let's just let's go back to the those first movies. Were you a fan of those early movies, the 2001 and then the the sequel 2003? Yeah, they, they were. They were. You know, it was good fun. It was nonsensical. Sure, it's over the top. It's over the top, but it's comedy. It is very stylized. It is. I mean, I think they're considered dated because of like you know the whole TNA aspect. You know, you do have scenes of like Cameron Diaz like shaking her ass, you know, in the bedroom, just bouncing around, having fun. <laughs> And so that's considered, you know, that's not woke. So you need... Man, this movie, this movie. was so woke. I mean, like, <laughs> it, it drove me bonkers, like, to the wall. I think the inspiration for hiring Elizabeth Banks is that you're going to get rid of the male gaze. So you're not going to dress up, you know, the angels and as, like, milkmaids. <laughs> but there were still scenes that, I mean, Kristen Stewart had her butt. Sure. Yeah, she's like in a there, gym. There's a scene in a gym. A gym outfit. Sure. I mean, there's her in the jockey uniform. I mean, it's, which is all on the trailers. I mean, yeah. so there's still the male gaze, even though. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe not like full on close up of titties. <laughs> or that Michael Bay ass shot. Yeah, I guess you're not getting like gratuitous ass shots. Um, but you're right. I mean, the girls are still like tarted up. To a significant degree. I mean, yeah. there's, there are like dress up montages or makeup montages. Yeah, there's, I mean, it's ridiculous. Wearing a ton of makeup. <laughs> it's, like, if you want to be woke, show these girls how they are. I'm I serious. Just, like, I mean, they were all done up. Kristen Stewart, especially, was done up throughout I mean, the whole entire movie. What's well, a big budget movie? Yeah, I mean, the, they should look good on the, on the movie screen. I mean, I, I have no problem with that. But yeah, I just I'm not sure how successful they were in like not objectifying these women. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, beyond that, I don't know like what value Elizabeth Banks brings to to anything. <laughs> I mean, uh, like this story, and we'll get into it. This story is nonsense. I mean, it's total com <laughs> convoluted nonsense, and uh, the action sucks. 
Like there are no good action. There's a ton of action, but none of yeah. it is good. I mean, there there was one action scene where you could tell These, she she is on a a wire sure. and harness. And I mean, at least like in the original, you could you know that was kind of stylized and, and and they played it up. It's played very tongue in cheek. This movie is played straight. I mean, yeah, we should say played that. Played so serious. This movie is played straight. It's Charlie's Angels played straight. It's played as like a female Mission Impossible movie. Or like a female Kingsman. Sh- yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, the Kingsman movies are pretty cheeky as well. Yeah. I mean... And, I enjoy the Kingsman movies. I enjoy them too. I mean, they have good action. I mean, we'll say that. They have much better action and like fight choreography. That's where this movie really whiffs it in my book. I mean, you have a lot of money. Elizabeth Banks, this is her kind of stepping up as like an action director, and she blows it. I mean, do you think any of the action in this movie is is worth a damn? Nah. And none of these girls are selling it. No, they're not selling it. Right, at off, all. right off the bat, like the the first big scene, right off the bat, uh, you know, as soon as Ella Belinska is introduced, like with like a SWAT team and like she's toting a big gun, it's like she's like punching dudes in the face. It's ridiculous. I remember that. Okay. That's where, that's where she's introduced. Yeah. It's right off the bat. And apparently, I'm not was, buying it. That was the first time they were working together. I mean, uh, you know, Ella's first time on a movie set. <laughs> like, let's, yeah. let's be real. It's, it's crazy. I mean, a movie like this, you, you need just someone with a, like, screen presence. You need someone with screen presence and just, uh, I mean, a little, a, Do you know a little who bit. would be good at this? Zimly Blunt. She, sure. she would have made a great Charlie's I mean, she's, Angels. She's better than these scripts. I know. Emily Bunt will look at this and be like, what? Why? Yeah. The question really is like, why did Sony look at this script? And, and say, oh my God, we have to make it. 50 million. Let's do it. I mean, that can only be desperation. That, can Are, only... that studio is not doing very well right now, right? I mean, they have Spider-Man and they have Jumanji. Well, Jumanji. And, you know, desperately trying to get Ghostbusters going and Men in Black. Again? Again? Well, again? Ghostbusters, yeah. Men in Black is probably dead for a while. Is it going to be female Ghostbusters still? <laughs> okay. This movie reminded me of the female yeah. Ghostbusters. Well, and that is kind of like, it doesn't like dudes very much. The, all the dudes in this are either evil yeah. or complete idiots, e- idiot doofuses. Yeah. And that was the thing with Ghostbusters, for real. Um, uh, there's, uh, there's one dude. Jaimon Hansu, not much of a spoiler. He gets killed off pretty early, but I would say he's like the one dude, and he's on like the angel side. Uh, he plays uh, some version of Bosley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you know he's helping Elena out, you know, um, do her whistle blowing. Yep. And he gets killed off right away, uh, but he's he's the one dude who's not evil or a doofus. He's the well, one no, dude who's an ally to the angels. Another dude is called the Saint, who does their mental healing. Okay. That okay, there you go. I forgot and, about and that. Spirituality <laughs> totally, and had, juices and the angels have a spiritual guru. Yeah. Which is I mean, what <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> so let's yeah, uh, let me try and sum up this yeah. plot. I mean it's pretty Do the best you can. It's pretty convoluted. But it's basically about an energy conservation device named Callisto. That triggers fatal seizures when it's used. But that's not how it's supposed to be done. It's supposed to get... <laughs> it's supposed to be clean energy, energy efficient. Right. Um, you the, know. The seizures, it's just like an after effect, well, uh, like, a, it, yeah. like a side effect. It's a side effect only if you know how to do it right. 
Okay. <laughs> so it's only only the hackers and only the programmers know how to make that happen. Okay. And so it's it's vulnerable to being hacked. Yeah. And causing seizures. Yes. <laughs> and, and be able to become a weapon that you can't track. And so yeah. And so who's who's trying to get control of this weapon? They all are. <laughs> I mean, you know. Everybody, the tr the angels needs it. You know, the company wants it back after it's stolen. I mean, that's I mean, that's you your know. classic definition of a MacGuffin, right there. And then you've got another character that I'm not going to spoil right now, trying to get it, or it's, that's working behind the scenes. Sure, playing all sides of the, of course, spectrum. So yeah, that's this thing, this device, Callisto. This is the MacGuffin. Just pure concentrated MacGuffin right here. <laughs> and so, yeah, two of the angels, they're trying to protect this whistleblower named Elena. She's played by Naomi Scott. And she wants to blow the whistle on her male superiors, uh, who are these two doofuses, played by Sam Claflin and Nat Faxon. Wait. Yeah. She wants to... Oh, yeah. Those, are, those the, are the dudes she works the for. The VP and the CEO, right? Right. Okay. Right. And um, and so Patrick Stewart, he's also in this. Uh, he's a recently retired Bosley. In this movie, Bosley is a rank, not a name. Yep. And so uh, the Angels, they're being managed by Rebecca Bosley, who is played by Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> uh, and they're being pursued by an assassin named Hodak. Yeah. Played by Jonathan Tucker. Um, so, that, I mean, that's... Yeah, I mean, like that's the movie. You, you know, got there, it. You got some, it, guys. There's some I mean, plot twists. You know. Yeah, some. It's typical Mission Impossible yeah. stuff. Just yeah, just done terribly. I would argue. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only positive in this movie really is you know Kristen Stewart. You you liked her in those. Mm -hmm. Much better than her in Twilight. I mean, I, I'm glad she's come out. I'm glad she's you know now out and proud and. Sure. I think it's really helped with her acting because in Twilight, I felt like she well, was a, I mean, I don't I, think I, I didn't relate to her in Twilight. I don't know if like being out helps with her acting. But I do she, because she's more herself. She can feel better and she can play whoever she wants without, I don't know. I, I just, if you're good with yourself and you know who you are, you can play anybody else. That that makes sense. She's she spent the years since Twilight. I mean, the Twilight ended like 2012. Oh, you know, I watch it like every time it comes on. Sure, <laughs> classic movies. Um, she's since then she's been doing indie movies. I mean, pretty pretty off the radar. Um, she's been getting some awards for them. Um, movies like Personal Shopper. Um, so she's <laughs> trying to think of some others. She's done like 13 credits since Twilight. Like, no joke. <laughs> it's, most of them are very... Um, Obscure. Very low budget. Yeah, indie stuff. And so that... She's been Which trying is to, probably smart for her to do. Post-Twilight? Post yeah. Post-Twilight. Well, I think, you know... When she you're and Robert Pattinson both did it. Yeah, I think when you're a part of like a big series like that... It helps, yeah. It, going off-grid for a minute and doing passion projects. Well, yeah, just getting some indie credibility. Um, yeah. Because I think that's what the cast of um, Harry Potter did, too. Uh, it, yeah. Dan Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. He, yeah, he's been doing some indie movies. I mean, the the Far so the Rupert. Fart Man. The Swiss, I mean, yeah. Swiss Army Man. <laughs> Swiss Army Man. <laughs> the Fart Man Chronicles. Uh, yeah, he did. Yeah, Swiss Army. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's... I mean, well, what... After you... 
like hit the heights of the box office like what else do you do other than like go in the opposite direction and try to like hone your craft there i guess well uh, for me it's to not be typecast sure that yeah absolutely i mean cuz when you're in those when you're in those types of roles you don't want to be typecast into a particular character Robert Pattinson has done a, a really good job. Well, he's he's our our new Batman. Yeah, I would say he's he's earned it. I mean, he he's done a lot of a lot of good performances since the days of Twilight. I mean, he well, shed. He hate, I think he hated Twilight. He hated <laughs> filming it. I'm sure he didn't like, hate the paychecks. Of course not. I mean, but I mean, he did not do it justice when it came out, and he had to do press. <laughs> but you love those movies. I don't love them. You watch them. I watch them. They don't deserve anyone's time. Well, when I'm not doing anything, <laughs> still and I've got the love of the dogs next still to me, better things to watch. What, Always something better to watch than than Twilight. The news. The, the news is better than Twilight. <laughs> I mean, like you know, one horror story to the next. There you go. So yeah, I mean, we've kind of you know already revealed how we feel about this, but what I mean, what are your thoughts uh, overall? When we watched this, you seemed like you enjoyed it. You know, it, it was. For me, being a female and having females that are you like seeing ass, women, yeah, you like seeing women kick ass on screen and, and winning at the end of the day. Sure, I won't go see it again. No, I we're won't, not. I won't buy it. We're not going to line up to see no. it again in an empty theater. <laughs> and and if it wasn't for our AMC Stubbs membership, I probably wouldn't have seen it to begin with until it came out on TV. No, this isn't a movie you throw like hard-earned money. No, at. <laughs> like real dollars at. <laughs> this is a movie if you got nothing else to do. I mean, unless you're Sony, then then you throw some money at it. I guess. I just yeah, I feel bad. No, yeah, no one was asking for this. Um, but you know, as as for me, I predicted who the bad guy was at the very beginning. It's real easy to predict. The movie tries to fake you out a little bit. I mean, we'll get into it in spoilers. But yeah, I would say um, it's hard to go into a movie like this open-minded because it sounds so bad just in theory. And, it, you know, it looks so bad marketing materials. And so it's hard to go in ob- objectively. But I try to go in as objective as possible. And, you know, the best I can say is that the movie is watchable. It's not super painful. And I don't think the girls embarrass themselves? No. They did fine. Oh, I mean, I, you know, I mean, it's debatable. <laughs> I mean, the script was that. Yeah, I guess the the real, like, when I look back on it, I mean, it, it's it's too long. It's too, con- the plot is too convoluted. When I kind of, like, play it back in my mind, what's really disappointing is the writing and the directing yeah. from Elizabeth Banks. Like, what did she do with this movie? Like, what was she hired to do? Yeah. She brought nothing to it. She removed the male gaze, like, you know, soft, soft applause, I guess. But that's not a victory in and of itself. No. You still have to make a good movie. And if you're making a big action movie f- filled with action and fighting, know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. Know what you're doing when it comes to action. And I just, I don't understand... Like, again, what she's getting out of this as a writer, director, storyteller, like, what the hell are you getting out of this other than a paycheck? And what are studios doing? Hiring people who have no experience with large scale action. Or at least, you know, hire a director, but like, hire people that know a cinematographer 
or um, well, you get you know, second unit. You get a lot of second unit yeah. to come in and kind of fix it up. That's what happened with um, the upcoming uh, Birds of Prey. They got one of the John Wick guys to come in. The director's a female. Yeah, never done a big budget movie before. And, uh, and and it shows. I mean, the trailer. One of suck. the one of the John Wick guys. God, he's such yeah, great it's, material. It's one of the, like completely blown it up. That's one of the worst worst trailers I've seen. But yeah, one of the John Wick guys is coming in to kind of help with the action, kind of do a lot of second unit cover up with the action. Um, they probably should have done that with this. I think so. Yeah, it's. I just. I mean, Elizabeth Banks. She's made it far enough along as an actress. She doesn't need to have like a side career as like a hack director for hire of franchise movies. <laughs> like, well, like Pitch Perfect no. 2 and this, there's no personality from either of these movies other than, I guess, like very shallow girl power. I mean, just message beca- just and slight beca- trolling just beca- of men. Wait, ho, 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 ho. If these are the movies she's going to make, then yeah, she, she should. I mean, she can make more money doing less work by just acting like you don't need to do these hack directing for hire does i mean directing is not easy it takes a lot of work a lot of prep a lot of focus she's getting good work as an actress is she what's the last thing she's been in i mean she does voice she does voice work for lego i mean she she works plenty as an actress i don't i don't know (laughs) she i mean she works a lot (laughs) i see her i see her way more than i need to I saw her in like Brightburn. I mean, she pops up a, a whole bunch. I, I'm just saying, like these don't, movies. I just, all I'm saying is, don't tell any woman to stay in her lane. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that, as awesome as it is that she transitioned to this very successful directing career, there's no personality from it. These are work for hire jobs. So, like, if you're going to get into directing, you're already successful enough. You can use this as a platform to actually express yourself and not just be like... There you go. That's a much better way of (laughs) saying what you said. There's there's no sense of personal expression from Charlie's Angels. She's got enough. Or Pitch Perfect too. She's got too. enough clout that she can is able to do a passion project or something that that's is, that's what I'm not saying. Completely in. You if know, she's interested in directing, like like make a real movie and yeah. like tell a story that means something to you. Like what the hell does this Charlie's Angels mean to Elizabeth Banks? She wrote, directed, produced, and starred in this. And, like, it's a wipeout across the board. Like, clearly she's not engaged with the material. (laughs) Like, after Pitch Perfect, I mean, there was all these headlines, like, the biggest opening ever for a female-directed film. Pitch Perfect 2 is, I mean, whoever the hell directed that movie, Howdy Doody off the street, it would have opened huge. Okay, Pitch Perfect 2, everyone was going to see it. Didn't matter who directed it, happened to be her. I want to believe she had some uh, choice as to what she was going to jump into next. And she chose Charlie's Angels, and she brought absolutely nothing to it. Um, and so, yeah, I would just say as just following the career of a filmmaker, this is like a dead end. Like, there's there's nothing going on here. So you're pretty much saying that she's kind of like a director of, like, one of the Avengers movies. <laughs> like, it's really about the producer and about Marvel. I mean, uh, uh, the Marvel movies have better action than well, Charlie's yeah. Angels. Well, so the, yeah, the Marvel movies are a significant step up from from yeah, this. I'm just saying, like, and the Marvel like, movies aren't anything great. I, I'm just saying, like, you don't go and say, "Oh, such and such directed," you know, Age of Ultron, or you know, all of these things. I believe Elizabeth Banks has had meetings with Marvel. I believe if she wanted to make a Marvel movie, she could or could have. She chose Charlie's Angel. <laughs> mm. I don't like. Yeah, and again, 
there's no there's no sense of personality from this movie other than a slight nagging of men. Like I watched this movie and I kind of questioned like does Elizabeth Banks have issues with dudes? <laughs> um why, why don't we take a break? Yeah. And uh when we come back, we'll get into spoilers for Charlie's Angels. <laughs> okay, we're back and we're gonna get into some spoilers for Charlie's Angels. Um so the bad guy is Patrick Stewart. They try to fake you out. They try to lead you to believe that Elizabeth Banks' character is the villain. Uh, and that would have been more intriguing. That would to have me. been more intriguing because, yeah, it would have just. And then Patrick Stewart's character is the one that's trying to save them. Yeah, it. Yeah. But then it would have the man savior can't, aspect. Can't, can't, and do, can't it. do that. Can't do it. Movie. You even. I mean, at the end, it's even revealed that Charlie, like the ultimate voice of Charlie, is actually a woman whose voice is filtered. That's yeah. like the last shot of the movie. <laughs> no. But I guess that's fitting. You need to play up the absurdity of it. Yeah. You can't play it straight. This isn't Mission Impossible or no. James Bond. I mean, there wasn't really any comedy. There wasn't really... I mean, it was Well, Chris, Kristen up. Stewart is trying to be hilarious, but she needs lines. Like, she yeah. needs actual lines. And Elizabeth Banks just... I don't know what she was doing, but she wasn't writing good lines for anyone. I just... I don't understand. I mean, I'm sure she was paid a lot, but, like, anyone could have done this. This is an anonymous job for hire. Like what ended up on screen, she like she can't direct action, and that would have been the one way for this movie to have won someone like me over. Yeah, someone like me who's you know who doesn't like being you know trolled, but I I am up for some good action. What's the point of doing a Charlie's Angels reboot if you're not gonna like bring some flair to the set pieces? This is Elizabeth Banks opportunity to be like see like girls can do it just as great and spectacular as the dudes can yeah but these scenes just fall on their face so um i'm trying to think like what else what else i mean there's really nothing (laughs) that that happens i mean ultimately you find out that patrick stewart's actually working with the ceo of the company but then patrick stewart double crosses the ceo of the company and then at the end of the movie, at this party where everybody's trying to get, you know, they he kidnaps, you know, people. He kidnaps, he kidnaps enge- Elena, Elena right? and her engineering partner. Sure. Okay. And <laughs> is that Noah Centeno? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they're at this party, and so the angels figure out where where she is, um, because the clothes have sensors, and they were able to find out where she was. So that's how they found that out. Okay. Um, and then at this party, you know, uh, Patrick Stewart thought that he had the leg up at the end, but it turned out Elizabeth Banks had all of her Charlie's Angels at the party. Is that what happens? Like every, all, all the girls at the party are angels? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the idea of expanding it. Yeah. Like I, anyone, I anyone can be an angel. Yeah, like, I don't either. I mean, they the, so the angels finally, um, the big bad guy that they hired, the muscle for hire, and that was glorious, actually. Right, he gets impaled. He does. That's what, yeah, and, and that's... That was what, glorious. Sure, what is that scene? Like, like why, does, why does this movie have, like, brutal graphic violence mixed in with, like, girl power, you know, dress-up montages? Like, that's a tonal problem. I, I mean, the, the first Charlie's Angels... 
like the violence wasn't like played like grim and realistic and yeah, graphic. It's true. <laughs> so yeah, that scene of like a guy getting like tossed off a balcony and impaled. Like I don't know what kind of picture Elizabeth Banks is making because it's like the stuff between the girls is really like fluffy and stupid. Yeah. And then, but you have this kind of like grim and gritty like action violence. <laughs> it, it it doesn't it doesn't gel well together. So yeah, yeah, he's dead. And then yeah, well, what like the angels high five or something? And then <laughs> it's then it's over. There's some cameos at the end. I was in the bathroom taking a whiz, but yeah, so, there were some you, cool cameos. I mean, you like, get some cameos during the credits. Yeah, so they brought back, I believe, the like one of the original Charlie's Angels. One of those girls, sure. Um, from the series, not Farrah Fawcett. No, I think it was like Bo something or other. <laughs> but it just really like you know there was women teaching Elena and like her officially being trained as a Charlie's Angel and going from like. Bomb disarmament to gun training to fight training. We see to... Elena being trained yeah. in the end. Okay. By different women, like okay, different Charlie's Angels. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, and in, in the end, she's officially inducted. Yeah, as one of the angels because she lands the plane. Because that's the end. <laughs> Everybody jumps out of it, and she's landing it. Sure. And that's yeah, that's the movie. Uh, awesome and what happens to patrick stewart is he like um like decapitated or something no i think he remember those little blue thingies that they put in the trackers no it's like the the tranquilizers okay well i think he got one and he's just taking a nap well i mean they're obviously gonna arrest him so he's just arrested i think so it doesn't really show that I think Patrick Stewart, he just gets knocked out by Sabina, who's uh, played by Kristen Stewart. Yeah. She just punches him. (laughs) I don't even remember it, but I think that's what happens. And so, yeah, he's out cold and um, the end. I mean, great, great ending for your villain. I mean, in Die Hard, you have like Alan Rickman, like, you know, falling off a skyscraper in slow motion. But, you know, now 2019, just a little punch to the noggin. (laughs) Down you go on the floor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, th- this movie, it made me really appreciate what Mick G did on those uh, first Angels movies. Mm. They just, they had the right tone and they had the right style. They are nothing special. But this movie, it, I mean, it, it makes me really think highly of them. <laughs> like, there's, there's a way to do this right. So, and they've already done it. How so. would you rate it? Um, it's terrible. There's like a, a, D. Like a D. I would rate it a C minus, and the only reason why it's a C minus because of Kristen Stewart. <laughs> I would say, like, I don't know if she's giving a good performance in, in this movie. No, well, I, I, you know, it's the first time she's that, just in a good mood. Well, it's the first time that I've actually seen her happy have a movie have a movie presence. You're like, I can see her being a movie star now. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Because, I, yeah. I mean, it's Snow White was awful. Yeah. I mean, we already talked about... Yeah. She's, I mean, just awful. She's just... Yeah, she's just dead-eyed um, yeah. robot. Yeah. And <laughs> most... Just about everything. But this, I mean, I could see... I'm like, okay, now this is the girl this that could actually carry... This movie convinced you... Something. Okay. I yeah. wouldn't say I was sold, I guess. But if you're a fan of Kristen Stewart, you're going to like her in this, for sure. 
Yeah. And she this is a good showcase for Kristen Stewart to do her thing. So would you consider this a good date movie? No. No. This is this is for like twelve year old girls who don't mind like the occasional impalings and like brutal graphic violence. And who's like not really their... worried about the stylisticness of, you know, the director. Right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if the target audience cares about good action. I mean I think Everyone can appreciate like a good well, action scene. I mean, obviously scene. they do because this is only eight million dollars. <laughs> I mean, that's like what a million people, less than a million people saw this movie. That's yeah, that it's low. That's yeah. low. It's in the million range. Yeah, give or take. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that is uh, yeah. I don't know where young girls are like getting their kicks with entertainment. But clearly, it's not this. I mean, maybe it's like Netflix. I mean, maybe or Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> you can get you can get better girl power kicks on Disney Plus. Well, Hulu and Netflix and Amazon all have. Where's a better place to get girl power kicks? Like, if people are listening, and probably like, Netflix. What would you watch? Jessica Jones. Sure. There you go. Boom. <laughs> That's Charlie's Angels, written and directed by Elizabeth Banks. You can find more episodes at anchor.fm slash movie date night, as well as on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Twitter at DNMoviePodcast, and you can also email us at datenightmoviepodcast at gmail.com. And until next time, I'm Patrick. I'm Ashley. Thanks for listening. Bye.